Hi, welcome to another off-topic subject. I needed to talk with you guys because I left the last time in quite a state. I had actually just watched my country die. I watched online as my government turned away. I watched as they refused to talk to those truckers representing us, the Canadian public. I watched as they trampled the native Mohawk clan mother and another man who we must assume has deceased. As he hasn't shown up and he's been memory hold, not a single peep from our government, elected or opposition party. The media party has totally and completely turned its back on us. Or anywhere else, we can't find anything concerning what just happened. We have political hostages, just like the two Michaels from Canada in China. They were political hostages. We have political hostages right now from the Canadian people in jail by the Canadian people. We have a woman, Tamara Lynch, or Litch, who was charged with counseling to incite mischief because she said, hold the line. She was brought into court the other day in leg irons. She has been in jail for a hell of a long time. For what? Hold the line. There's a gentleman that I really respect. A gentleman who has a podcast called Musings of a Bitter Centron. I'm going to try and read one of his posts. Canadian Parliament is an actual insane asylum. There is no getting around it. It is a veritable collection of 308 of the most insane cigarette burning cigarettes on their genitals, smearing crap on the walls, craziest people in Canada. Right now, to these lunatics, everyone else, but especially straight white males, being a cross-burning, red suspender-wearing racist isn't enough of a problem. Hell no. According to them, we have to gear up and fight the climate because it's somehow found time to adorn itself with white bed sheets and lynch visible minorities or something. I kid you not. This is the course. This is, of course, while they're sending Canadian taxpayer money and the few military assets we have to act to help train actual Nazis over in Ukraine, which and they have been doing that since 2014. It is really enough to make one legitimately wonder as to the sanity of every single person who works in the House of Commons and whether they belong in a sanatorium or if they actually think that the concept of environmental racism is even worthy of a second serious conversation. No doubt about it, if when the, the bill gets passed, it will entail the expenditure of at least hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars that we don't have anymore because Big Trudy has already spent enough money to in-debt my great-grandkids. 
that aren't even born yet. Of course, true to form, not a penny of that money will solve this manufactured fictional crisis and not a soul will be able to account for any of it, assuming anyone bothers to ask in the first place. The Conservative Party of Canada, I guess, has taken its cue to go back to sleep now that the Freedom Convoy has dispersed and all those evil, terrible fringe minority racists are gone to jail or, or in jail. Tamara Litch, one of the organizers, is still in jail after being denied bail for the capital crime of mischief. Fuck me. I can't even count the amount of mischief charges that I personally laid that didn't even make it in front of a judge after they were thrown out by the effing crown prosecutors because they didn't even want to be bothered to deal with them. And some of those were legitimate mischief charges in which a significant amount of property damage was done and were linked to more serious crimes. The CPC will go back to swilling Starbucks, living off the taxpayer dole and basically screwing the pooch while Trudeau continues to screw Canada and every Canadian he doesn't like into oblivion. I don't even think they're talking about the fiasco that's coming to light over the recently released Pfizer documents on the vaccine or the studies that have come out regarding just how unsafe and ineffective it was, which was what the assholes like me were ranting about this whole entire time. In a sense, or in a sane and rational world, heads would be rolling over even a fraction of what had been unearthed in this issue. And I don't think it even this even scratches the surface. However, of course, it's eclipsed by the catastrophe that is the Ukraine crisis, even though, as usual, we're only getting one side of the story, and it's the side from the people who have turned bullshitting into an entire populace of an entire populace into both an art and a science. If this level of stupidity is what is in store for us by those engineering this great reset, I find it more annoying and tedious than fearsome and intimidating. Then again, if anyone reading this has seen that infamous photo of Klaus Schwab, the brains behind the World Economic Forum and his pushing the Great Reset, running around the beach half naked in some gosh awful get up with his cock in what looks like a sock, I think you have would have a hard time taking these assholes seriously too. I'll do my readership a favor and not post that photo while if I while if I while I see if I can find some eye bleach. I do not, or I do think eventually that pendulum is going to swing the other way and people are going to tire of this crap and start bucking back. Freedom convoys in Canada and the USA are at least a good indicator that there are a lot of people in North America that are beyond sick of this bullshit and sick of the losers and idiots who, while being not fit to run a lemonade stand, continue to abuse their positions and run the country into the shithouse. I just wish it would be a little sooner or a lot sooner than now. In the meantime, what else can the people do? I don't know. Maybe just try to live your life with whatever you have. Don't give in to the insanity. Don't capitulate to these ridiculous horseshit laden narratives being sold to us by these disgusting, lecherous maggots. Stop giving them your time and money. Oh, and most importantly, stick it to them wherever you can. Until the next time keep trucking on.
We have a pastor still in jail. His name's Arthur Pawlowski. We've had quite a few pastors in jail. Arthur Pawlowski, Tobias Tissen, James Coates, Tim Stevens, Cody Butler, and on and on. Canada is arresting its spiritual leaders. He is still, Arthur is still in jail. He's in solitary confinement for the sin of going to give a service and or a prayer service for the convoy prior to leaving. He is still there. He has been tortured and treated worse than the prisoners in Abu Ghraib, shoved in a small dog-like cage or a large dog-like cage, strip searched, left on the cement bench with no blanket in the cold, the window banged every hour. He's been in solitary confinement ever since he got there. He's given one hour a day to speak to his family and those people outside. We've had people unbanked. So they are people who uh, were part of this convoy. The government through a police officer said that they would continue to find these people long after the protest was over and charge them and take their money from them by unbanking them. And they attempted to do everything, including trying to take away the support that we sent to the... um, to the convoy and uh, they attempted to take away cryptocurrencies from them. Most of the cryptocurrency places told them to go jump in a lake. But still, we had people left in a far off province with no transport because it was taken, with no assistance because it was taken, uncitizened because it was stolen from them. The United States is now offering sanctuary to Canadian refugees. Can I say that again? The United States, our neighbor to the south, is now offering refugee status to its northern neighbor of Canada. Refugee status. It's like Canada's East Berlin or something. I don't think JT is going to be able to put up a wall along the longest border in the world. Instead, he's going to do other things like he already has done by stopping any travel with his passports. Oh, And there are new passports coming. That's right. Electronic passports that really have nothing to do with COVID-19. They have to do with controlling the Canadian populace. There have been uh, people calling up 
people in in Ontario asking them if they wouldn't like to take a trial of this new ID. Yeah, the answer for me and for most of Canadians is no. No effing way. And I guess the only thing that I have to say right now is thank you, JT. Thank you, Parliament of Canada. Thank you, Legacy Media. And thank you for all those communists out there in Canada. Thank you for uncitizening all of us. When you really find out who's on your side, who's willing to accept the chains of communism, you're going to realize that it's not even a 16th of Canada. We surround you. Not only do we surround you, but I'm going to read something from Psalms. I, I used to think Psalms were so silly. You know, something that old people peruse through to find some comfort. But my gosh, this one today spoke to me. Psalm 146, 3 through 9. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath go, goeth forward, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy am I. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever, which executeth judgment for the oppressed, for Canadians, which giveth food to the hungry, like all those pastors. The Lord looseth, looseth prisoners. There we go. Looseth. Looseth prisoners. He breaks the chains off of us. The Lord opened the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them up that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth strangers. He relieve, relieveth the fatherless and the widow. But the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. Oh, wait, JT. Oh, wait. To those of you that are listening that stuck with me through this little rant, look up and live. Which we won't die.